We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Just like old times now, Andy Hart back in the 9801P block. We'll get Mark James in here a little later to make you feel right at home. Uh, well, recent stories are uh, low-hanging fruit right in his uh, wheelhouse. <laughs> well, you did three hours yesterday, Andy Hart, about the Mitch Miller signing, three to four hours, I would say, yep. on Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. And have you had any added perspective after a night to sleep on it uh, to process all the calls you guys got? I would say from you know listening in, overwhelmingly just... What are the Bruins doing? I'm outraged. Is that paraphrased to it? You know, I mean, yeah, maybe I would say a that's few. Fair. A few of the give him a second chance. He was 14. Lukewarm though on those. Even those weren't all in. You you actually had a caller. I was listening on the way in. A caller that kind of said, you know, maybe the the adults in the Bruins locker room can have a positive effect here, mm-hmm. right? I actually thought he did a better job articulating that than Don Sweeney did. Well, I think part of the problem hard. here is. Don Sweeney had no conviction, didn't stand up there like a leader and say, listen, this kid deserves a second chance. We've done our due diligence. They haven't. They, we've done our due diligence. We believe that, you know, our, our culture can take him in the right direction. You know, he made mistakes. We're all aware. It's he, a good point. He didn't. Even when he, fr- he, when he referenced the players, he, he basically said they're on the fence, yeah. which I guess is honest. In that case, at least he was honest about it. But yep. it would have been better to say, we talked to Patrice. We sat down. We had a long discussion. They believe the room is strong enough to mold and develop this guy into our culture. And I, uh, the first thing I thought of when I saw what will inappropriately be referred to as the Patrice Bergeron hostage video <laughs> oh, that I saw <laughs> reminded me, and I don't know if you recall this, but Matthew Slater, the day they signed Antonio Brown, he's the spokesman, right? Like mm-hmm. They put him out here in these yeah. situations. Yep. And I'm going to paraphrase, but this is pretty close. Said something to the effect as, as a teammate, I will welcome him into this locker room, but as a man, I'm not so sure. Something to that effect. Like, he had questions about who A.B. was and whether he was good for the team, but he knew as a team leader he had to welcome him into the locker room. I feel like that's what this is. Like, you're putting Patrice Bergeron out there. Like, we pay you a lot of money. Part of it is you got to do everything we ask you to do. It's terrible on all levels. I, I haven't come around to any... Any upside. I just said to you off the air that the the comp in my mind here a little bit, there is some Deshaun Watson where the Browns sold their soul, 
Why? Because he's a really good quarterback. He's an MVP caliber quarterback, mm-hmm. and they have been looking for a quarterback. Already for, proven. Yes. Proven top Proven. Five proven. Yep. And they've been looking for that for decades. They want so bad. I can almost accept that. That's the way the world works. Elite talent gets extra opportunities, gets things brushed under the rug. 111th pick in the draft. And I know he would have been higher if it weren't for that, but how good is he? Right? Like, how? Oh, and oh, by the way, you're not the Browns. You're the Bruins who are the talk positively of hockey. Yeah, but I think that's part of what emboldened him to make the signing. I think he felt, we're 10 and 1. I can do it. Oh, here's, my, great... here's my time. Yeah. On a Friday. This, so, so hold my beer. Hold, <laughs> hold my beer. I can screw this yes, up. He was feeling himself. People who. Don Sweeney was feeling himself. And people hated him. And they're now like, oh, wow, okay. You know, like, well, he, he, was he hired that, a good coach. Yeah. The roster looks pretty good. This right? last dance. That's so, what So you go thinking. screw it up? Well, no, he's not thinking screw it up. He's thinking, all right, people are back on my side. I'm going to fix my biggest problem, which is my drafting and development. Yeah. I need a stud defenseman in the minors to start working up. And you ask what the upside is. I'm sure from his standpoint, the upside is this guy develops, comes up, and helps us win a Stanley Cup this year or next year. Yeah, we're that going would be for the it. upside. This is Bergeron's last year. It's Krejci's last year. We need some depth. We just had defensive. That's the upside. And I do believe Lou Lou poo pooed me on this, but I do believe we are all suckers and simple minded. And if he gets to Boston, will he be booed? Will there be controversy? Yes. Right up until they win five straight upon his call up, and he scores a couple goals, and everybody's like, "Wow, this guy's pretty good." Well, like that's when it's going to be on Bergeron to really sell it. If he's up here, it's going to be. Repeated questions to the captain saying, is this guy, has he done everything needed to to so, acclimate? Do you believe we get to that point? Because I'm not no, so sure. No, I think I'm not sure he's a member. Yeah. Yes. The one thing I will say, and I've come around, I actually think cutting him immediately is even worse because it makes you look like a complete boob. <laughs> and absolutely, like <laughs> what, you didn't do your diligence. Well, you yeah. didn't have your finger in the air. You knew nothing. I think, and, and I, don't, I, so I heard somebody say this, maybe it was like, Maybe wait a week. Say, oh, he got here, and it, it well, not wasn't what we thought. Not if there are people bailing on tickets and, you know, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, but, but, uh, well, ex-sponsorship. Were there no meetings? Well, did no one say, hey, yes, um, there was this a meeting. might it rub was Sweeney people and Ely's. They had a meeting. Well, he, and, and Sweeney was quick to say, like, I'm not the only decision maker involved on this. Right. Cam was in there, too. Cam, and I got to think there was a call to a Jacobs. Some Jacobs, like an email, so. a text. I, I, might, I guess anything. Instagram DM. That's their, yeah, that's their process. Via, via Miller, yes. I, I just, and I would include everybody. Because to me, you know how Bill always says, oh, I'm not in those meetings for the marketing department. Don't you bring those in? Like, Well, they did talk to the players. I mean, obviously, Bergeron and others Yeah, and did aware the players have a say? Does Do you believe Patrice Bergeron, or do you just see a man that is in a hostage video? He's torn. I guess I got to do this. Let's play the hostage video. If people haven't heard it, this is Patrice on Sportsnet, a longer interview. We're not sure what the question is. This is the clip that they've released to this point about you know, what do you, how do you feel about the entry-level contract to Mitchell Miller, the um, – how would you phrase this? I got to refer to the headlines at all times. This is the – Player who admitted to bullying and racial abuse of a developmentally disabled peer. Yes. Is that fair? Yes. All right, and here's Bergeron's reaction. I was on the fence. I think, like, I I think as a person, but also as a team, I think we uh, we stand for, you know, integrity and um, and inclusion and, 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 and diversity, obviously. So uh, that was the first thing that, I guess, uh, came out of my mouth was, um, you know, it goes against a little bit of what, we are as a as a culture and as a team, and for me as a person, I, I've been told lately that uh, he, he's working hard to to, to make uh, some changes um, to hopefully make those uh, 
those bad decisions in the past uh, help others to um, to not do that. And and for me, I think it's um, the work is on him. God, his voice is quivering. That is a yes. voice of emotion there. That is a guy who is, does not want to be there answering that question at this particular time. And it is something. I mean, basically, he's saying, I'm, I'm being told, a.k.a. Sweeney is telling me, this kid's going to put in the work. Don't worry. We got a plan. The kid who went four years without apologizing and then apologized because Sweeney made him apologize 10 days ago. Right. And the magistrate involved in this in Ohio wanted it part of the record that he did not feel that Miller took it seriously, was remorseful, contrition, anything. He's suddenly going to snap out of it. Here's the mother of the bullied kid, uh, Joni, the mother of Isaiah Meyer Carruthers. So you did have contact with his mother, but not with Mitchell Miller himself. No, and then about a week and a half ago, Mitchell reached out to our son on Instagram to tell him that he was sorry and that it most definitely wasn't hockey-related why he had, was telling him that he was sorry. Oh, that is that puts the knife in. So dumb. Are so they going to release that Instagram message? I, I mean, the family? They could, and I think they have every reason to. Yeah. And the, one of the things that bothered me in the Bruins statement, I believe, is where this came, is the, the continued reference to incident. Incident. Yep. And if it was indeed only a one-off incident, then they need to correct the public record because everywhere else, Arizona Republic, every story you read, it's about a repeated, you know, somewhere between first and second grade, straight through eighth grade, and maybe even continued after he was punished. Not a singular incident and we have to also just be clear like this is not just bullying that'd be one thing this is not just racism that'd be one thing this is not just need this is ju- not just a special needs uh individual who's the victim it, it's like three layers of just awfulness where if maybe you removed one or two everyone would be a little bit more open-minded towards a second chance by the way with surveillance footage that was oh, never yeah. released because allegedly it would have been too embarrassing for the kid which reportedly had head bashing against a wall so right. you've seen in the NFL Ray Rice etc when the video comes out if it ever comes out it reaches a whole nother level right that could still happen here theoretically right that video exists somewhere it does exist somewhere I'm a I mean, little it's a, it's du- a 14 year old yeah it's a, it's a 14 year old and I'm guessing the people that have access to that it's probably you never I mean TMZ is amazing in what they do and the things they're able to get and and if they choose to go down that road could they get it maybe but I, I don't even need the video do you like well it would middle of playoff series yeah Bruins Leafs you know, Eastern Finals. Oh, all of a sudden, here's the video of, of Mitchell Miller when he was 14. Right. But we know what he did. He admitted what he did. He's right. admitted that he used the N-word for, I don't know, six years to here's, call this kid. Well, here's more of the mother uh, infuriated that it was people saying it was a one-time. Uh, so incident. referring to it as a mistake, um, he's hearing from Mitchell. He's never reached out to my son. He never reached out to us. Um, so for somebody to refer to it as a mistake, what my son endured, is infuriating. I agree with that. That's what Mistakes easy. don't take place over, you know, the better part of a decade. That is a serial abuser. And the other thing I, I wondered here, if if this were you, like you ran the Boston Bruins and you, this is a touch, touchy topic situation, wouldn't you bring out a doctor? Like wouldn't you have somebody evaluate? Because I think a lot of us have the question, sort of like the old cliche, the kid who, you know, snaps birds necks becomes a serial killer. Well, the kid who abuses a disabled fellow kid over an extended period of time, don't you want to have some sort of psych test evaluation that says, no, 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 he was a kid who made a bad 
series of well, decisions. Especially if that said doctor or mental health expert had actually worked with this kid for a while leading up to the signing. Should you think he did that? Uh, I don't like, think he's done crap, no, personally. They've spent a week with him, basically. And I, I'm, I said this yesterday. I did a little digging, went to his twin sister's uh, Twitter account, and it's locked. You can't get the... But the photo is of her and her brother looking... He looks exactly how I think. And I'm pretty sure, I'm assuming here, he's got a stack of plastic cups in his hand, which generally, when do you have a stack of plastic cups? What do you say? He's beer pong kid? or like- Beer pong at, at in the bleachers somewhere, and he's 20. Like, it just doesn't... It's not the picture of trying to picture fix of my life. Yeah. Remorse. Trying to turn the corner. Do the right thing. And I just... I, just, I truly don't understand it. I don't think, and, and the worst part is, or not the worst part, they've executed it so poorly. Even if they wanted to right. pursue him. Some of the comments, oh, you know, if other teams were going to look into him, what the hell do you care? My what dad other? was a principal. Like right, the, like, the, the, the none spin. of this makes any sense. No. It's... Come out there with conviction, say he's a good player, we think he can help us moving forward, we think he is a, a, a better person than he was four or five years ago when these incidents took place, and we think it's worth the risk. But they did none of that, and I think they just took lighter fluid. There was already a fire. It was all over Bruin Nation, and then they just sprayed some lighter fluid on it. All right, Kenny Curtis without Curtis today. It's Andy Hart filling in for two hours, and then he's got two more with Nick Fitzy Stevens, one to three. But we want your calls. Should the Bruins have given Mitchell Miller a second chance? What are they doing in this case? 617-779-7937. Your call's next. Here's Nick LePan with a quick trend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. Ken and Curtis here on W-E-E-I. Discussing the big news of the last 24 hours. The Bruins signing of Mitchell Miller and... The mother of the bullied kid, Joni Meyer Carruthers, has not been quiet at all. She spoke out to BZ last night. We played some of the quotes and a new story at Mass Live. Uh, she discusses in this piece that, here's her quote, her, her, well, her first, her son is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder following the events, has twice received medical attention following suicidal problems, quote, 
Our son's life is in shambles. Mitchell Miller ruined his life. He's not doing well at all, end quote. The more this stuff comes out, the more pressure, more reaction there's going to be from whatever, sponsors, fans. I, I, I agree with you, Andy. I think there's a real chance they let it play for maybe a, a week or so and then decide we've, we've got to pull the plug on this. Yeah, I, I, I hope think that has to be the I end game, personally. And the unfortunate thing here is we've seen so many cases where sports can do the opposite of what they did in this case, where they ruined, not only the kid has issues developmentally, mm-hmm. but you, you made it worse. You exacerbated it. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Team Impact uh, organization, yep. charity around here, that matches up special needs kids or you know patients different with teams college teams and 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 embraces them brings them in or even you know it's funny uh our town high school was on sports center because the unified basketball team where they 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 play these unified basketball games a kid hit a three-pointer and you know like that's the highlight of his life and creating that safe environment or even the cool mitchell miller had an opportunity he's been a great athlete right all his life he drafted You're, you're a great hockey player you had an opportunity to do something positive to help uplift whether it's multiple students or just this one student and the one thing that also bothered me about Mackenzie Miller the twin sister in her Instagram post a long time ago when she defended her brother her family she said Isaiah who was the victim uh, is not a saint himself or something there was some sort of victim shaming blaming so I just the whole thing is just so distasteful on so many levels. Well, and many have pointed out the Bruins have been great partners with Special Olympics yeah. and with, you know, um, you know, they've had character guys through and through for the bulk of this little dynastic run. Dynasty maybe a stretch, only one win, but they've been repeatedly a yeah. good team. Obviously, Marchand, people have been upset with his antics, but for... That's all nice. You whoa, look whoa, at whoa, Chara, Bergeron, okay, yeah. you know, the, some really upstanding guys who... Marchand are, punching a goalie in the face <laughs> on the ice or hitting him with a stick or is... Licking to- him. Or licking him. Yeah. Totally different than this type of well, off-ice yes. issues on so yeah, many levels. I'm not okay. trying to combine Okay, just making sure. Well, that's the other problem with this. You start to get into that, combining every bad guy in sports over the years and comparing right. the two... Antonio Brown, Deshaun Watson, blah, 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 blah. Tyreek blah. Hill, yeah, Joe yes, Mixon. Exactly. Like, and, and they're all their own story. Right. And, but that's my example to Lou yesterday that we do move on. No one mentions Tyreek Hill's issues or Joe Mixon's issues anymore. Many people probably don't even remember those guys had significant issues early in their career. Kareem Hunt. They come up. I think they come up quite frequently. Not as much as you'd think when, when Tyreek Hill is being named the NFLPA Community Player of the Week or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. All right, to the phones we go. Your reaction to the Bruins signing Mitch Miller and whether they should stick stand by this? What are they doing? Uh, can you explain it? Do you, does he deserve a second chance? Sorja in Mansfield. Hi, Sorja. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? So a couple of quick points. I think, uh, Andy, uh, you mentioned this yesterday on the program that I think the real difference between this situation and a lot of other reactions was just a visceral reaction from the fans, obviously, you know, Obviously, during that two to six hour, you, you know, I was just hearing some of the stories and just of like people just pouring their hearts out, you know, because of this issue. And, you know, I just wanted to bring up a quote. I'm not comparing this situation to the uh, Michael Vick situation at all. But when, um, you know, Andy Reid was asked about that situation in 2009 or 2010, this is was his direct quote. He said, I'm a believer that as long as people go through the right process, they deserve a second chance. So to all the people saying that, you know, this guy deserves a second chance, in what way? Because he didn't go through any process. He shows no remorse. He had multiple opportunities to show remorse, and he only apologized when his back was against the wall, and, you know, he had an opportunity 
to monetize it, right? So I, yep. I just this guy's not Bruins material, and the Bruins are offsides here. All right, Sorja, thanks. I think that's what's the, the most stunning thing of all to me is the Bruins' lack of process. It appears in the last two weeks to prepare for this. It just it feels like they were t- totally did not expect this or right. And figured it would be would blow over. Even more importantly, I would say is Miller's lack of process over the last four years to to go down yeah. a road where you could say like map it out. What did he do? Okay, right, right. like for example, the other bullier that was involved in this broke down in tears when he apologized. Right. That, real or not, that's a great first step. Right. Yeah. Whether you do it with Oprah, whoever, yeah. tears work. Tears sell. Falling on your sword sells. He did none of that. He apologized 10 days ago when Don Sweeney said, well, I guess if we're going to sign you, you should probably apologize. Is it too late for that? Can you schedule that for next week? You know? Yeah, like I, I just, again, I, I to me, he's taken none of the steps in his own personal life other than I'm just going to go keep playing hockey somewhere. And eventually, if I'm good at hockey, maybe somebody will give me a second chance. And to his credit, it apparently worked. Let's go to the Cape. Tony's on the Cape. Hi, Tony. How's it going? So um, I want to play the uh, devil's advocate for this topic here. So um, ultimately, I look at like, the NHL is a business. They're selling entertainment, right? Uh, so it's not even so much the Bruins chose to, to bring them on as much as the league allows him to be a candidate of the pool of players that they can bring on, right? And even outside of that, right, he went through the justice system and so forth, right, wrong, or indifferent. And I'm removing myself from the emotion of the, the details of what happened, just looking at it fundamentally, right? at what level is he allowed to participate in society, right? Society, you know, the system says, okay, you can participate. The league says, okay, you can be an eligible candidate, right? So the big thing I kind of keep hearing the last couple of days is talking about, okay, the optics, um, you know, if he was a higher draft pick relative, like none of that's going to change the facts of what he did, right? So ultimately it has nothing to do with anything other than money and production. And like you guys were just saying about those other players, Hill and so forth, like, you know, they perform, they do well, people have a short memory, they forget about it. So I guess ultimately my position is if they're allowed to play, the, the, you know, the justice system allows them to participate in society, the league allows them to be an eligible candidate to be picked up. I'd rather have Sweeney not get blasted about the optics of not conveying the right message about why we did this. It's not even about a second chance. Be genuine. We're trying to, we're trying to make some money as an organization. We're trying to win as a team. You know, the biggest issue I would say is, like you guys were mentioning earlier, um, if people start pulling their tickets and, you know, it starts monetarily affecting the organization, okay, that's going to change the direction the wind blows for them. But that's what they care about. And it's like, why should the NHL or any of these other large organizations, why should we be looking for them to be our moral compass? They're entertainment, just like the actors. You know, there's plenty of actors in movies that do plenty of terrible things, and we watch their movies, and you can choose to not watch them or not. But ultimately... I feel like it's more of an indictment on all of us as fans. It's like, why are we looking for these guys? You know, they're going to blow whichever way the wind blows. If this was the 80s or a different generation, you know, it would blow. It would be the temperature of the water would be different. So I guess that's my ultimate point is I feel like it's, it's about money. It's an entertainment thing. And I feel like it's a, it's a disingenuous ask for having these organizations to say otherwise. All right, Tony, a lot there. Now, yeah, well, I would say I don't think we're asking them to be our moral compass. I think – we are being forced to be their moral compass. I think that it's actually the role reversal. Or are they putting their finger in the air and saying, let's see how this plays, and you tell us whether this works or not? Does it have that kind of feeling exactly. to it? Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to cash a check. They're trying to sell a product. Then I would have leaked a rumor, Bruins doing their work on former draft pick yeah. Mitchell Miller, yeah. not <laughs> actually <laughs> signed him. In Providence. That, that's a bad way to test the waters. It, it means you jumped ball. in and you're already drowning. It's a Friday. We're 10-1. <laughs> right. We can handle it. I, I guess. I, I just... 
That's not the mentality I would take. And I and I don't think the biggest issue is necessarily money and sponsors. That's an issue. No, no doubt that's an issue. Mm-hmm. The biggest issue is the hostage video and what do the players think and what do you think and and, and right. everything you've built up. I you know, you mentioned it earlier, their connection with Special Olympics. Bruins.com, August twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen. Boston Bruins Foundation Special Olympics join forces. Like this is Right. When Bergeron has to go in there and answer questions from some of those kids or parents the next time yeah. they go in there, how and, is that gonna be? And we did receive some very you know, the, the comparison to Michael Vick was brought up earlier, and I know that always rubs some people the wrong way that people got so angry about Mike Vick. But people care about dogs a lot. Like, that's a soft spot for a lot of people. Some people care more about dogs than people. Kids also, people also care about children. And we got a calls from parents and, and relatives of, you know, I have a, a son that's 13. This hits home for me. I don't know how. Or educators, special education educators who deal with this on a daily basis. Like, this sort of has, a, you know, the, the windshield is cracked and is going in a lot of different directions where it's really hitting home for a lot of people. Well, yeah, but when Vic came back, and he did come back, oh, yeah. with several teams, was never the same player, but I felt, maybe he just fooled me, but I felt like he was remorseful and had paid a penance. He and, did. And was legitimately trying to better everything, you know? Yes, yes. In this and case, you get none of that right now. No, there's no feeling, and that's part of the problem that I think is one of the the real hurdles for everybody is in in, in appearance... Mitchell Miller did nothing to really yeah. fix this or even pretend to fix it. Like, he didn't even do the facade. Oh, he pretended. He sent the message. No, no, no. He pretended when they told him, you got to pretend and then we'll sign you. <laughs> right, right. He never pretended on his own. Oh, on his own, yes. And then some of the stuff you Google, and I may be inappropriate here since you're the boss. You can tell me if this is inappropriate. There's There are reports online, loose reports, of, like, even the parents – have sort of bullied Isaiah's parents. Like, they stare him down when they see him in town. And, like, and that wouldn't surprise me. I'm, I'm a big believer, like, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, and sometimes you're a product of your environment. So, like, there's just a lot of not a one-off mistake, not a mistake that you tried to repair in any tangible way. And, again, your riding high. Is this guy the difference of your future? Like, right. you sold your soul, and was it worth it? Let's go to John in the car. Hi, John. Hey, guys. Uh, first, Ken, <clears throat> I just want to uh, apologize for calling you uh, a hot take machine that can't stop uh, spewing out hot takes. Uh, by the way, this has nothing to do with the open producer positions in WEI. <laughs> oh. uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way. It is open. I, I'll, um, I'll be looking for that resume. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess, it, like, the question is why. Like, this isn't even, like, a top defenseman that's going to play tomorrow and be, like, in the top pairing for the Bruins. Like, he's going to Providence, and they're going to see, like, what they're going to do. Like, that's why it's – he's no – like, what's the – it's just so confusing on, on that aspect. Like, what value does he add to the Bruins organization today, to this team that's already doing so well? And meanwhile, you get Don Sweeney, who – Went to Harvard University. I, I got to assume maybe he went over to the stadium for one of those best buddy events who can't be bothered to have a press conference. It sounds like he's using a bullhorn on a Zoom session. <laughs> like, like you have – and, and, and of course, the, the popcorn cartel is in Buffalo with, with no clue what's going on. I mean, if you are spending money on this organization at this point, 
you're an idiot. I, I, I don't understand. Like, they're, they're here to collect money, and that's it. I, I'm, I've been done with this Bruins organization for a long time. Uh, I think everybody else should be as well. Wow. Well, but I don't want to be done with the best <laughs> no, team they're in good. hockey. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the problem. I want to watch Patrice's last year. Yeah, yeah, they're entertaining, and they're winning, and you, you, the last dance feel to this team, and you called it a dynasty run. Maybe they could actually make it a little bit of a, a dynasty here with a second cup. I'm just looking at, like, so he won Player of the Year for the Tri-City Storm. Yeah. Even by winning Player of the Year, there was backlash at that for the U.S. Hockey League. I see, like, social media posts at at this that he was even allowed to play there. So that's in the USHL, which nobody cares about. Right, and I, I think that's strong. I think that's where it crosses over. Does he have the right to play? Does he have the right to be out in the public sphere? Yes, he does. Well, yes, like, yeah. But... This team, you know, I hear people say it's a lot. Of, it's a privilege to play professional sports or to play for an organization, the NFL or the Patriots or the Bruins. And I believe that like you make a decision and we've gone through this over the years back to, to Christian Peter and what kind of person or if you remember when Bob Quinn went from the Patriots to Detroit, he said, like, we'll have a zero tolerance policy on domestic abuse. And then obviously that bites him in the ass like a week later. Like you have to be careful, but you do you do have to vet guys and have some sort of standards within your organization and this just seems to push back against everything they've been about and who they associate with in terms of organizations what type of players they've tried to you know the room they've tried to create with patrice bergeron leading the way it just what level does it make sense like where does this make sense is this the next ray bork because if it's the next ray bork i'll take him Oh, so that's the line. I guess. If, if you're a Hall of Fame defenseman, I guess I could say I'll sell my damn soul. But other than that, he's well, a guy that's, that's been... That's the answer. That's why they are taking a chance on him. He scored 39 goals as a defenseman and was player of the year. But wasn't that's... he like a... In youth football, I think they call it a bigger older. Wasn't he a bigger older guy in that I, league? I he's probably playing 17-year-olds, and he's like a former draft pick. Right. It, it, like, he's a 4A player. He like. I just I don't well, understand Well, that's it. why they're putting him in Providence. They want to see... If he doesn't right. play well, they'll cut him. If he plays well, yeah. But if they cut him because the he doesn't in. play well, you still have no moral standards. You're right. still just basing it on yeah, whatever he does on the ice, right? And he doesn't deserve that. He he. There is more baggage than just what he does on. He's not a regular player. It's baffling that nobody at the USHL or in the last couple of years would have prepared him for the next step. Yeah. Or if they maybe they tried and he was just like, I'm not doing that. That's and, even more concerning. Well, somebody parents. Agent. He has to have an agent. Doesn't an agent say, listen, because you have a vested interest as the agent. If I can recoup this guy and get him back to where he's a first-round talent, quote-unquote, I'm going to make some money on the back end. I mean, we see it with NFL players, what they go through pre-draft, where they have every kind of coach and and doctor and preparation for everything. And that's the stuff Sweeney should have had ready to say yesterday. It doesn't exist. That's the problem. You can't can't create it out of nowhere. He's not a magician, (laughs) and that's the problem, and that's why this guy doesn't seem to be worth it. Kevin in New Hampshire on Kenny Curtis with Andy Hardin. Hi, Kevin. Hey guys, I uh, I think you know everyone deserves a second chance. You know, it's not like he's Chris Curtis and this happened as an adult. He's a kid. He was a kid when this happened. So I think that you know you don't know what he was brought up around. It sounds like his sister is not great. His parents might not be great, and they might not, they might not have forced them to you know get the get the help he needs and say sorry to the kid. I think maybe the Bruins can do that for him. All right, Kevin. So I mean, there are some that feel like he deserves. Let's see how it goes. Right. Is that what you want the Bruins focusing on right now? Like, is that their, they can do that for him? Why is it their onus to do something for him? Shouldn't it be on his onus to do it before he becomes a member of the Bruins? Let's go to Brock in Middleborough. Hi, Brock. 
Yeah, I'm with you, Andrew. Andy, let other teams give people second chances. I don't think the Bruins should have signed this guy. I don't think they did their due diligence. However, now that they have signed him, I think they have to stick with him. They have to support him and see how this goes through and in for a penny, in for a pound. Because if they sign, if they make a bad decision and then fix it with another quick reactionary bad decision, I think that makes the organization look worse. So in the long run, I think the only option the Bruins have now that they have made a bad decision that I don't think they should have made in the first place is they got to see it through because they're going to look, they're going to look at, they're going to be looked at as, you know, flip floppers, no conviction, you know, going with the wind. If they sign them and four days later, they get rid of them because of the reaction. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Now it might be the right move and it might actually be better for your locker room, your team, like, but, ticket but you look terrible. As as Don Sweeney, because Don Sweeney can Sweeney can say as long as he wants, you know, I'm not the my decision wasn't the only decision here, and the power structure and all that. But he was the face, he was the voice out there talking about it. It looks like his decision, and he already is on shaky ground with the fan base, right? Like this well, off season, he was, and he, then he was, well, he was, and then he wasn't because he was the team looks good here again. Yep, and now he's back on shaky ground, and so it, he's put himself in a horrific, or they've put themselves in a horrific position. All right, more of your calls on Mitchell Miller and the Bruins signing. And I want to work in this excellent factoid note that Andy Hart shared. Separate subject, but a surprising name on a next majority owner list of the oh. Washington Commanders. This is a good teasable. Yeah. I'm surprised to see this name on there. Me is too. There, Stunned there something me. something to that. All right, we'll give you that next. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. So what made you think, just given the, the type of player he is, uh, I imagine that you recognize some remorse uh, in the player. What made you decide to go forward and say, this is this is worth the, the trouble, so to speak? Well, no, you couldn't be more uh, accurate in the sense that uh, walking away um, would have been a much easier decision in this regard. A little less about hockey, as, as we all like to make our hockey decisions and what might be best for the organization. Um, this was uh, a lot more in-depth. Um, and I think Mitchell understands the gravity of, of the decision uh, that each and every one of the individuals, but collectively most important, the organization is, has made um, to allow him to move forward with his professional career and, and his personal development. And we're going to be... Uh, we're now going to support and push and, uh, and stretch a young man that, uh, you know, at 14 years old in the eighth grade made a, uh, a very immature, misguided and uh, irrepresentable, you know, act. Um, and uh, but you're right. It, it, the easier decision would be to, to walk away. Well, Don Sweeney did not. He did not walk away. He walked up to the table and. Uh... Made a purchase there of Mitchell Miller, entry-level contract. He is in the fold. And, and you're right. They could have easily floated this out there. Yeah. It happens all the time, right? It's kind of happening with the Nets and Ime in a way, right? There, That still hasn't happened yet, right? Yeah. I have I mean, a different theory on that whole thing. Oh, really? I think it's he's already running internally. the Nets. Oh. I think he's already running the Nets, and I think he's the one who suspended Kyrie. I think he's taking the job realizing, see what they did last night? Well, they went by 40. I think he said, told them, I can work with Ky-D, Ky, uh, KD. KD. Kate, Kai D, that should be their nickname. Uh, KD and I can win. We we can't have Kyrie. He's not invested. He can't be relied on. But I can't be the one to suspend him because that'll be a bad start to my tenure. Well, good little factoid by you here to pay off on this tease before we get back to the calls on Mitchell Miller. There are odds out. I don't know what site this is. Bet online. 
on BetOnline, Washington Commander's next majority owner, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos, is the favorite at 2-1 to one odds. Right. And there are some others in there, including Jay-Z. Equal odds of Jay-Z to be the new owner is Celtics co-owner Steve Paliuka at 15-1. to one. So I would say the Crafts are probably the top ownership group in town at the moment based on PR goodwill and belovedness. Built up over decades, yes. Sean Henry and his portfolio has angered some at you know his attention to the Red Sox. But now you don't want Steve Paliuka to be owning John Henry-like portfolios, do you, with a Washington Commanders ownership? I don't think that's good for your Boston-based support. No. I th- it's Whether it's accurate or not, it's low-hanging fruit. It's an easy out. If you're not happy with what the Celtics are doing, you say, well, maybe if you focus a little more on the Celtics yeah. right, than the Commanders. I also, I, I believe, I'd have to double-check this. The NFL used to have a rule you couldn't be a multi-sport owner. It's the reason, um, what's his name with the Rams? I think technically, like, his daughter owns the nuggets he used to own it but he had to divest himself with the like they you can do it you know they changed that i think cronky was the guy you're, yes, you're talking was, about yeah cronky i believe i i don't know if they, have they changed it or they i don't know At some i think point there's an easy loophole it. around it um but i i, I don't well, know case, how, so you're saying steve would have to sell out to wick or you know or pass it to his wife and his wife is the uh-huh. you know managing owner or governor or whatever with the celtics but it, it's interesting because I had not heard this referenced anywhere. The first thing I had heard was Fenway Sports Group. Oh, Mike, they want to mm-hmm. dabble in the NFL now after being involved in baseball and involved in the NHL. So I don't think it would be good for their uh, support locally because the first time, you're oh, you guys aren't willing to spend. You guys aren't willing to go, you know, the extra mile to re-sign somebody. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, oh, well, maybe focus too much on the commanders and trying to rebuild them. Well, largely, Wick and Steve are off the hook this week, uh, despite giving up EMA for apparently nothing, because now the Jacobs are in the crosshairs, and yeah. everybody wants to talk about Do you think the, the Jacobs, Bruins. like, what was, I, I said it earlier, like, Sweeney made it clear he was not the lone gunman in this decision process. There was at least yeah, another he gunman. He did not say the owner specifically. No, 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 but what do you believe? Do you think this was an ownership-level decision? No, Can no. Neely-level sign off on it, stamp it? I think, well, I don't know. Maybe owners have to sign off on everything, but they don't have to know the details of everything they're well, signing I mean, off on. Just slide this, that paper in amongst the stack. You if know? this were Ken Laird, a minor league hockey player, I don't think it, the owners have to sign off on it, right? You just you, you added a guy. It's a little different story here. Little you, different story. At least send them the clips and the packet and the Wikipedia page so that they uh, understand what they're getting in bed with. Yep. Christine in Somerville next up, Dwayne, on this uh, signing. Hi, Christine. Hi, guys. Great show. Um, yeah, so I, I just see this as more like a business decision where, like, um, any top executives or, or, you know, general managers, et cetera, companies nowadays, you know, no matter what kind of organization, they need to be able to navigate the diversity and inclusion aspects. And, you know, we've seen pro sports go in that direction where, you know, I've attended LGBTQ night at the Red Sox and they have Hispanic night at the Revs and things like that. And so, you know, they need to be able to manage expectations and really lead the ship with the employees and customers. And, you know, we had some bad reaction from some of the players just kind of questioning, you know, why are we doing this? Um, Obviously the fans are like exploding and like that weak statement he made yesterday with no tactical plans, you know, even just to like put window dressing on it. Right. Oh yeah. He's going to join this anti-bullying organization and volunteer and he's going to donate to best buddies and he's going to take this training. And, you know, so I, I just think they completely like, just he just showed that he's not really fit to lead the organization. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it comes off definitely as tone deaf, and you question his leadership. 100%. Definitely. And not just him, 
but the PR staff, like the the preparation to get out in front of reporters and and the cameras. And I even found it interesting in the release. It said that community relations was sent to sort of vet Miller and spend time with him. And so your community relations department spends a couple days with him, and you decide, oh, he's not a he's not nuts anymore. He's not a bully. He's not a racist. That that that's all a part of his. It just doesn't really make any sense. Jim in Fall River. Hi, Jim. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, great show. Thanks. Hey, you know something? Everybody, you, when they get in the top level of this sport, they always want to be a punk. Every athlete does it. But for this kid, this kid is a big kid who is bullying. I don't understand what wh- all of a sudden now it's coming up. Like, because he went to a pro, going to a pro contract. So everybody was silent before he got signed. So is it somebody who really got bullied, or was it something the parents did and said, oh, I saw all this bullying going on, but now there's a contract getting paid? No. This is what I don't understand. No, no, no. None because of that is accurate. never heard nothing about that. Yeah, we, oh, he, he was, was he, his he rights. Was he was drafted and, and his rights were revoked. There were at least 10 teams that removed him from their draft board that year because of this incident and the way he interviewed with them about this incident and showed no remorse or contrition. The the parents. Right. There was, and, there and was, he was a violation convicted. of an act. He was convicted. He apologized. In a youth court yes. by a magistrate. I don't know if it's technically a criminal offense, but he was absolutely convicted in a It was a violation juvenile court. of the Ohio Safe Schools Act yeah. in February 2016. Right. right. But so why are we even talking about him being on the Bruins organization party? Why didn't Don Sweeney just say, I don't want nothing to do with this dude? That's the well, point. That's, the that's exactly. Yes. You, you nailed it. You came home and landed that plane, Jim. <laughs> that's the exact question. Everybody wants to know because this was, and a lot of the Christian Peter comparisons with the Patriots aren't. Were you around at that time? No, that was pre me. Yeah. I, I was in high school at that time. Uh-huh. Not that old. I don't know how old you are. Um, how old are you? That uh, how old do you think I am? Fifty-five. Jesus, Jiminy <laughs> Joseph. I don't know. 44. Forty-five. Forty-four. We're the same age. I know. Um, but the the Coyotes were the Patriots. Like that. That's the comparison. This is yeah. the next. The where do you go? The Giants, Christian Peter? Sounds right. And then he took part in a lot of, you know, um, therapies or, like, you know, went went down that road. But um, you're the second team. Like, the, the Coyotes were the ones already caught with their pants down, and then their local paper does the expose, and you have to... Would it have worked with any team? Like, if it wasn't the Bruins, but it was... And you know, obviously, the Coyotes aren't going to take a shot, but let's say, I don't know, just whoever, yeah. like Vancouver or... Uh, yeah, I well, think there Kevin was Paul DuPont had a tweet on this about three hours ago. It said, from a veteran team exec, in a different, quieter market with fewer media and a less engaged fan base, this could work, but that's not Boston. Absolutely. I mean, this is a... Nashville. Yes, this is a city where sports are huge. You have multiple radio stations, multiple newspapers, like not even just the big Boston papers. Like, you are covered heavily and close and your fan base is passionate and loyal and opinionated right like the Bruins are they're not the biggest fan base but they are very um passionate in what they believe about their hockey team and it's few and far between the people that are like yeah he's worth it like yes I think you could have masked this I also think he could have masked it better I keep going back to I think Don Sweeney made it worse not better A, a better statement a better approach a more convicted approach from him. Unless it was like a savant performance where he played dumb, he tried to like mangle it on purpose so people would say, oh, he's, he's really just ignorant to what's going on here. Or like, you know what I mean? I, I How don't know. can he I'm be ignorant? 
There's this thing called Google Wikipedia, and you can know everything with footnotes and links and references. You can have all of it in seconds on your phone. Yeah, and he's a Harvard guy, too, right? So you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, he's supposed to, supposed okay. to be smart, but, all right. you know, the Harvard A. All right. Our uh, number four of this, but, I mean, this is going to continue. I think this is just it's just hot right now. Right until he's gone. Right until, yes. <laughs> what will the Bruins do next? We'll discuss. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.